Hey guys, it's Dr. Delvina, board certified psychiatrist in South Florida. Are you ready to take the couch? Hey guys, it's Dr. Delvina. Are you ready to take the couch? It's time for another episode of the Brain Love Podcast. It's Sunday night. You know what that means. Every Sunday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, it's Dr. Delvina, and I have a new episode for you. Tonight, I have a very special guest on the couch. Every guest is special, but tonight, this topic is so unique. You don't hear much about it, so I wanted to share this information with you all and have an expert on to help me do that. The expert tonight is Kim Childs. We are talking about interior design, how it affects mental health. Yes, that's right. So people think of interior designers as just doing pretty things to our spaces, whether it's the space we work in, the space we live in. If you're someone who acknowledges the environment and how the things around you can affect you mentally, you can embrace what we're bringing to you tonight. It's simply knowing how to arrange a room beautifully in a manner that helps your mood to help uplift you, to help reduce your anxiety, your nervousness, to help relax you after you've had a long day at work or you've been out there in the community doing things. There's a deeper side to designing our homes, our workspaces, the places where we spend a lot of time. You know, I think about some of my teachers when I was growing up and how some of them had classrooms that seemed to reflect their personalities. You know, back in the day, teachers were actually, um, I believe, more respected. Um, Maybe the pay back in the day, you know, it may have been on the lower side as it is currently, but at least they had respect, they felt revered, and, you know, maybe with the the money market at the time, their, their income was somewhat competitive. And it's just something that is selfless that you do teaching the children and helping kids grow to become adults and helping them develop. And a lot of teachers took pride in their workspace. So their classrooms were a reflection of who they were. If we explore the meaning of our spaces and how significant they are to us, you can gain a respect and an appreciation for interior design. We like to keep our loved ones safe. We like to hide away from the world that may be causing us stress. And we can also express ourselves. So just think about that. What is your home like? What is your bedroom like? What is your living area like? What are your bathrooms like? What is your office space like? If you have a space, if you have a cubicle, have you set it up or designed it? to help you to feel more relaxed and to feel more at ease. There's nothing more important than your mental health. And so, you know, with everything that's happening in life, it can take a toll on your brain. Coronavirus 19, you know, that's still sort of a a present day conversation. The stress at work, the financial factors, the increase of gas, if you haven't had time to take a vacation, the lack of me time, feeling isolated and lonely, which was ever more so, um, it was more at a peak, This, this, these feelings of loneliness during coronavirus 19 with the physical isolation. So in truth, many different factors play a role in our mental wellness and our mental health. 
and interior design is one of those factors. It's estimated that urban populations spend about 90% of their time indoors. Shame on us. We need to get out more in the environment. We got to do more outside, outdoors. We don't... I don't recommend spending that much time inside. Mental health professionals, we don't recommend spending that much time inside. But if you have to do it, ensure that your space is a creative, relaxing, nice, beautiful, tranquil space. Eight hours a day spent at work. Then, you know, what we do at home, the sleeping, the eating, being inside of our commercial spaces, being inside our cars, which your car could be considered another space, but obviously there's limitations in how you can design or uh, uh, beautify the car. Keeping it clean is one way and keeping it free of clutter. So because of the time that we spend inside, it's important to consider how interior designing can help improve your mental health. The better we feel indoors, the better our well-being. There are many things you can do with interior design that will have a positive effect on your mind. So get on the couch with Kim Childs and me as we talk about interior design and its relationship with psychology. We're going to talk about all the elements that influence your mental health, such as function, what you're using to design your space, clutter. We go into that. We also talk about spaciousness and how that's so important balance and consistency in your design, sunlight and how it can really address things like sadness, depression. So sunlight can be a mood lifter. You got to listen to that section as well. Sunlight can boost happiness, which is why it's important to get outdoors more and, and, and reduce this 90% of the time that you're inside. Get outdoors. Color is also an important facet in uh, interior design as our shapes, plants and flowers in your environment, natural elements and natural design, um, creating a design that's beyond the physical. All of these things will be addressed during tonight's episode. Okay, guys, are you ready to take the couch? Hey, 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 guys, you know, it's Sunday night again. And so that means it's time for another episode of the Brain Love Podcast. You just heard my introduction, so you know who I am. Tonight, we're talking about something very different. I have never, ever had this conversation on the couch. You know, we like to look fly. We like to look good. We like to dress ourselves up, some of us. And some of us also like for our homes and our spaces, like our workspaces and our vehicles to match who we are in terms of our style. And also we understand that our environment is connected to our mental health. So tonight we're talking about how interior design elements can influence your mental health. There's a real psychological effect that can occur from the decor in your spaces. I'm not only talking about at your house and your home, but I'm also talking about your workspace. And also we could throw in there your vehicle, your car right? Some people keep their cars real junky and got stuff all over the place and they're probably scatterbrained. Their house may be the same way, but there's scientific evidence that your interior design, the elements in your space, that it affects your mental health. There's real actual evidence about this. 
Um, you may have seen me once before on Instagram. I visited a college student in Georgia and I went through her space, her living space to assist her in her disarray. She couldn't get her, her um, classes organized and her studies organized. So I went to go look at her space. I flew up to Georgia. She paid for this. We had a session there and I helped her to organize her living space. College students study better when they have bright colors in their dorms and when their dorm room is organized. But this is not just about studying. Decor has an effect on happiness, attitudes, and even your temperature in a given space. So with that in mind, I'm, in, I'm introducing my guest tonight. I met this lady recently and her energy, man, I just told her like, whew, we got to do something together. And so I asked her to join me on the couch. I'm talking with Mrs. Kim Childs. Hey, Mrs. Childs. Well, hello, Dr. Davina. How are you? I am so, so, so well tonight. I am feeling great. It's Sunday night. We are talking about mental health and wellness. And I've checked you out on Instagram um, and checked you out on your website and seen you in person. I know that, um, you know, how you dress, I'm sure it's a reflection of what your home looks like. Is your home jazzy? You know what? I'm going to have to say yes. that. <laughs> Decide to be fly in all spaces of your life. It is quite all right. Guys, before we get into the meat and potatoes of the discussion tonight, I want you to know that Mrs. Kim Childs is the expert tonight because she's been working in this space over 30 years. Her design firm goes back more than 30 years. She began as an entrepreneur at the age of 19. That's what's up, Mrs. Childs, because you did what people really weren't doing back then. It wasn't in style to be an entrepreneur when you were 19. Gotta give, so I got to give you a shout out. Well, thank you very much. Yes, it was, it was difficult, but we made it happen. And I've enjoyed every minute. I mean, you know, it has its ups and downs, but more ups than downs. Absolutely. So you opened Kim's Collections and Collections is spelled with a K to be consistent with Kim, which was an eclectic retail store catering to the film and TV trade um, in Los Angeles. You've also curated vintage clothing, furnishings and um, accessories, ideally suited for Hollywood productions. And now you're kind of in between Atlanta and South Florida. Um, and you are really thriving in your natural talent and your passion for interior design and styling. Thank you. Yes, I am, Dr. Delvina. I just to tell you a little bit um, about me. I I came from. Yes, I live in Atlanta, Georgia, but and I have my main office in Atlanta. But I migrated here to Miami because in the last three years, I started with one client here. And from that one client, it led to another, led to another, led to another. So um, it yeah, became very difficult for me to fly back and forth, find hotels, find Airbnbs. So finally, um, my husband and I talked about it and he said, you know what, just go ahead and get a permanent residence in Miami and that way you can come go back and forth at your leisure and when you need to without having the headache of wondering where I'm going to stay when I get there. 
So now um, I am here in um, Fort Lauderdale, and I do have a office um, in Fort Lauderdale. So if I need to meet clients, I can do that as well. Mm. All right. Business must be good. (laughs) (laughs) God, it is. Yes, it is. That's right. And thanks clients. <laughs> Say that again, Mrs. Childs. I said, I said, and thanks to my wonderful clients, because they, I, I tell you, my clients are the best. They were, they love me and they refer me and I give them 200% of me. So uh, it, it, it's wonderful. We have a wonderful working relationship. I haven't had one bad client yet. So tell me, um, as an interior designer, someone who your primary objective is to enhance a person's environment and their space. Did you ever stop to think that you're doing a lot of good for someone's mental health? You know what? Really? It's funny that you actually called me um, originally to talk about this because, um, yes, I noticed early on that my clients would come to me and they would say, you know, I don't want a space uh, that is dreary or negative because that brings me down. So I want a space that's bright and airy and that I feel better in. And so as I was going throughout this process with my different clients, I noticed that certain colors to make them happy and I noticed that either they wanted they told me they would want them um, maybe they wanted a calm mood or they wanted vibrant mood so when I gave them colors and decor based on that they it was wonderful they enjoyed it it was you know so I could see the difference and they would tell me that there was a difference Mm. Tell us, what were some of those colors that made your clients happy? Oh, the blues, like with ocean, I think it's because of the ocean. So anything in the blues or yellows or gold, orange, green, um, I think it's maybe nature, um, those colors, the things that you find on flowers, even like lavenders or purples, um, those seem to be colors. And oh, and I'll throw in pink, uh, pink, fuchsia, those things to be colors that make them happy. Mm-hmm. Now, we also use, because you know, I am in interior design, so we go with what colors are um, in for the moment. So, for instance, grays. Grays have been in for a few years. Mm-hmm. Different shades of gray. So we'll use grays, but then we always throw in pops of colors, um, other colors to go with the grays. Or we'll use one of those primary colors, and we'll throw in some grays with that. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I like that. I like it. Um it makes me think about when we were decorating our, our office here. And I said, you know, I want to hire someone who can come in and really coordinate colors and design. 
um, designs. I don't want to be that medical doctor where you walk into the office and you just see white floors, you know, you see a white wall, the chairs are uncomfortable, the paintings on the wall are outdated or don't draw you in or create a relax, you know, relaxation or a calming effect on the person. All that stuff means something, doesn't it? It does. It really does. And I'd like to tell you, and a client that I had a few years ago, they were, it was an insurance company and they had a call center. They called me to design the whole space. But um, once we designed the main space, they called me back to do this 50 seat call center. And they, what they told me was, we don't want the call center to be a typical call center where they just, it's black and white and they come in and, you know, there's nothing to hold the person. They're ready to run up out of here and go home when their eight hours is over. We want an environment where when the, when the employee comes to work, that they feel like, oh, I want to stay here. As a matter of fact, I would rather be here than I would home. Mm -hmm. And so they asked me to create a space based on that. And that's what I did with lighting, with paint color. Um, We also gave them two different, we gave them a meditation room, a small meditation room. And then we also gave them a room for where they could just, we call it a chill spot. So they could sit, relax, they could read. We provided them with an area, reading area, almost like a library. And the space turned out really wonderful. Um, And what we would hear from not only the client, but the employees, when we would go back and interview, they would all tell us that this place is nicer than my house. I I don't want to go home after work. We come and we sit in the chill room and we chill out. It's so nice. So we accomplished the goal that the client asked us for. And that was one um, one of my projects that I was really, really, really proud of. So let's categorize um, the factors in interior design. Um, you know, the things that you are attentive to when designing a space. What are some of those categories? Um, we just mentioned color. Um, so what are the, some of the other, the other things that you can manipulate in a space to create um, an inviting, comfortable space for a person? Well, furniture, of course. And um, so we spend a lot of time with fabrics, believe it or not. People mm. don't understand that, yeah, that there is um, a lot of time spent with fabrics to match the paint and to match flooring and to match furniture. Mm-hmm. So we always add pillows when we're doing living room, dens, even office spaces. We, as a matter of fact, even we did a um, teeth whitening office and in there, the the waiting area, we um, upholstered, of course, the furniture in there, but we gave them pillows and the pillows, the colors that we put in the pillows, because they told us again, when they 
when their clients come in, sometimes they have to wait a little bit. So they wanted an area that they would feel comfortable in waiting. The pillow, so we made sure that pillows had the right color, the right density to the pillows. Um, there's a lot of time, even when we do bedrooms, we do comforters, we do duvet covers. And so those, uh, it's a lot of time spent on selecting the correct fabrics to go with everything else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, so you mentioned furniture. I would think that spacing would be important and how you, what you select, the size of it, how you, how yeah. it's, uh, I guess, um, set in the room. How, how is spacing a part of designing and affecting our moods? Mm, good question. Um, that's an excellent question, actually. Um, yeah, I had to ask it because I'm one of these people yeah. where I don't like a lot of clutter. I like, I like open spaces. Well, and that's a problem for most people that when they try to go in and do their own design, interior decorating or designing mm-hmm. because they understand the space element. So when we go in, we don't just do interior decorating. We also do interior design. Mm-hmm. So we design the space. The first thing we do is um, we measure all of our spaces. And then we come back to the office. And now, based on what the client has told us, that they, what type of mood, what they want, what they're going to do in that space, now we come back and we, we actually put furniture based on that spacing and it's extremely important because you don't want it cluttered you want to be able to if you're going to have a desk in your office in your home office or your outside office you want to make sure that you have enough space to push your chair back so we know that it requires so many uh, feet it's three feet behind the desk that you need to be able to push your chair back comfortably and then pull in comfortably. So we know that we can put your credenza. We have to add another two feet for your credenza. So we know that space, and if you don't, now everything is all jumbled up. It's pulled together. And now once you do that, getting in the space, it makes you less productive. Mm. And mentally, less productivity brings the mood down it brings it clients tell me all the time that they don't they want a certain space but they want to feel a certain way in the space so that their productivity their work productivity goes up so if space is very important Mm, okay so we talked about color we talked about space you mentioned furniture and kind of um setting that design Besides the furniture, what other types of things can be added into that space to kind of help with mood and to reduce stress? Um, wow. I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No. But I got, yeah. <laughs> that was an excellent question. You've got some good ones, doctor. Uh, <laughs> uh, lighting, actually, yes. is crucial. Lighting is crucial for setting the mood. Um, and that, um, is, we have, if I could just open up our lighting book, we have what, about two or three books that, I mean, there's thousands of 
different light fixtures, light bulbs. People don't even get that light bulbs mm. can change the effect of that light fixture and the lighting in your room. So lighting is, is crucial, another crucial and important aspect of the design. Yes, yes, yes. From flooring to lighting, all these things can improve our mental health. And that's why, Mrs. Mm -hmm. Childs, you and I are chatting about this because I want people to be able to do the preventative type things to reduce their stress and help with their fatigue. And as you said, help them to feel more productive and feel more motivated by being in these spaces that make them feel happy. Um, one of the things that I realized during the last few years um, is that and I knew this before, but because I don't have a green thumb, I'm not really that yeah. great with plants, but plants make me happy and flowers. I love to yeah. look at them. Yeah, we add plants that um, just I can say I don't think there's ever been. I'm just trying to think, have mm -hmm. I ever done a space that did not have a plant? And I really don't think that I have. So, mm. yes, we put uh an assortment of plants. Most are live, but sometimes we do put really nice, we don't, or artificial plants, yeah. depending on the environment. But you would be surprised, just an artificial plant can still give you that a, a little edge or a little feel you get from just that artificial plant. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. And, and I bet when you have a new client, do you spend time? Um, I'm sure you ask them a lot of questions so that you can kind of get an appreciation for their personality um, to help in designing that space. It, it seems like a very challenging job that you have. Dr. Deldina, we, it is challenging. You know, um, it's funny because people think that it, interior, oh, you just, interior designs oh great you're gonna throw some colors together throw some furniture in and and oh it won't take time there's nothing to it it's <laughs> quite the yeah, quite the opposite um just our first initial conversation with the new client um we take two hours for a consultation and that's the initial consultation. And it's just as you said, we need to, we take that time because we get, we need to get to know the client and we get, need to get to know them in a short period of time um, because, you know, we have to keep moving, but we, we have a form that we ask as a questionnaire and we go down that list and we ask all of these questions and it helps us to get to know who we are sitting in front of. And that is another, and colors that they like, um, styles that they like, um, furnishings that they like, lighting that they like. So carpet, whether they like carpet, whether they like, you know, hardwood. And you'd be surprised at the, the answers that we get. The, sometimes the client that you think would like certain things, they like something totally different than what you thought they would. Mm. Um, I'll give you a really quick example of that. I have a client who is just, when I say out there, uh, they are like really flamboyant. 
really, I mean, high-end designer, uh, high-end, all of the colors, and just really their personality is just really wild. So when I first met them, I said, oh, okay, so I thought I had what they, you know, who this person was in my mind. And I said, oh, they're going to like the wild colors that I see them wearing. And then this is, oh, they're going to like this, you know, really contemporary furnishings. And when we sat down to do our consultation with them, they were just the opposite of who they were in public. Really? Very, yes. I was so shocked. <laughs> ah, I wonder if because all that stuff would just be too busy for their brain, you know, it, in the house was. looking at all that busyness. <laughs> and it really it really was. Honestly, it was they looked everything that they wanted for the home that we selected was can I tell you we went from psychedelic colors on them as a person their clothing shoes their cars their home was completely opposite it was beige it was white with small pops of color and that's what made them comfortable when they came home. That's what they wanted. We put greenery in there. They wanted a lot of greenery, and we mm-hmm. did. We gave them more like a zen feel when they came home. And that's who they, you know, so you can, you never know. You never know. But that's the purpose of us taking that time to do our interview, to, to our consultation, to do our consultation at two hours. And that's just the first consultation visit. We typically have two or three to get to know the client. Yeah, I bet. And I'm sure um, when you do the consultation, do you do that in their current space so you can see what they're currently working with? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Yeah. We go to their home or their office, wherever you know, and in the case where, because we do have clients that are building new spaces or they're getting a new office um, and most, and they don't have an office or they may be living in a temporary situation. So most of the time we go where they are, but in some cases they do come to our office. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was a very interesting story you just you just shared What came to mind for me was this person needed balance. Um, You said that they were uh, very, very bright. And it seems like when they're out, they, for me, it makes me think that's a person who wants to be noticed, um, Mm -hmm. right? Because it doesn't sound like they were conservative in their dress or their colors. But I guess maybe that was just a part of their starting getting a conversation started being able to network with other people. Um, I think sometimes people do that who suffer from social anxiety. They don't know how to approach a person or initiate a conversation. So by wearing a certain type of t-shirt that might gain attention or dressing a certain way, such as in those bright colors, that will get a conversation started if they're somewhere in the room or they're traveling or on a plane or on whatever the case may be. But you said once they were home, they wanted the more calming colors. You mentioned gray, you mentioned white. Yeah, yeah, zen. They really wanted this whole zen feel. Um, I even put in their 
primary bathroom, because we don't call them master bedrooms or master bathrooms anymore. We call them primary. Oh, excuse me. I don't think I knew that. (laughs) Yes. You you know, and I feel like it's my mission to make sure that all all know we don't say master anymore. (laughs) But um, in their primary bathroom, we even went to, as a matter of fact, it's on my, um, I think it's on our Instagram page. We did um, a Zen there. We created a Zen bathroom for them where their tub was um, on rocks. So when you step out of the tub, you're stepping onto rocks. You don't step mm-hmm. onto the floor. Wow. And wow. right. And we had waterfall. And so this is the field that they wanted. And it's white. I think it was white and gray. And I think uh, charcoal or black were the rocks. And that's the field that they wanted. And um, they told me that that is one of their most, um, the, I'm trying to think of the word that they use, but special, I can't think of the word, but it was one of the spaces that they appreciated and liked the most was just going in and taking a bath in that Zen area. Mm, it sounds beautiful. Yeah. I can imagine it. I can see it. Yeah. I can feel the rocks under my feet. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. I like that. So guys, Mrs. Child has already um, enhanced our our knowledge of interior design and speaking about lighting, the spacing. Um, we talked briefly about avoiding clutter. As we know, clutter can create anxiety. Um, She talked about um, how your space can affect how productive you feel and not being productive will make a person's um, mood low, could potentially make you feel down or make you feel sad. So we're getting a lot of good gems here, a lot of good gems. Um, I want to do like a little exercise with you, Mrs. Childs. Um, I'd, I'd like to say a color and I want you to tell me how that color makes you feel. Um, And you can say what comes to mind for you because we know your mind is a creative mind. You're a creative, you're an interior designer. Um, And guys, if you've you've never seen her, go on our Instagram page. Give them your Instagram page real quick, Mrs. Childs. What is it? It's Kim Childs, C-H-I-L-D-S, Interiors, I-N-T-E-R, I O R S. Uh, I think it's Kim Child's Interiors. Yes, that is what it is. Yep. Check um, her out, and you'll see she just slays when she dresses. So, um, I I want you. You're so welcome. It's the truth. It's facts. Um, I want to give you a color. So we mentioned gray already, and I think um, gray is considered one of those calming colors and a neutral color. Would you agree? Absolutely, gray is your new white it's neutral Mm. very neutral and what about brown does that kind of fall into the category with gray brown does brown to me is reminds me of trees of the you know something um organic wood Mm. um we don't use a lot of brown except for in furniture 
Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And and brown for me, like growing up, my parents liked earthy colors. They liked a lot of brown crap. And it always just made it seem old in the house. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just, yes. ugh, yeah, I, I didn't like yes. it at all. Yes, it, and it still does to a degree, which is yeah. why we don't use it. Even with brown, we tend to have maybe a wood top and maybe the legs are gray or vice versa. So mm-hmm. we like wood, but minimal. Yeah. Yeah. What about white? What does white do for you? What type of feeling do you get from white? White to me is clean. Um, It gives me a canvas, a very clean canvas that I can work with and apply lots of colors to. Nice. Yeah. White is, is definitely pure. Um, and I think white is considered like a light color, right? So it can open up an area or make a, an area seem bigger. Is that true? Yes. Yes. Um, people say that and, and to a degree that is true. Um, so I, you know what I was thinking when you said white and it just went right off the top of my head, but yes, to a degree, that's true. It can in, uh, make a space larger, seem yeah, larger. And- and look, yeah, tell us what's on what what you think right away. That's what I want because there's no right and wrong answer here at all. But and, and we talked about blue a little bit too, and you mentioned that blue is um is water, and for me, water is calming. Yes, for me as well. Um, there's certain colors or shades of blue, so when I tend to go into the aqua, for me it would be more of the aqua blue uh, mm-hmm. versus the navy or the darker blue. Mm-hmm. I tend to, for myself personally, I like more of the aqua when you're looking at um, the ocean, the color blue that you see. That's where that what I enjoy personally. And it puts me in the feeling like, oh, I'm maybe on a yacht and I'm just relaxing and chilling. Nice. Just a small Mm -hmm. little fact, many medical offices and hospitals use the color blue. Some may Mm. even paint walls blue because blue is thought to lower blood pressure. That's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, blue is thought to lower blood pressure because it makes people feel calm. Whereas a color that increases blood pressure is red. Mm, I didn't know that either. (laughs) Yep. What do you think about when you think of red? Wow. Um, Red. Well, yeah, you probably don't use it that much to do an really interior don't. design, maybe like a pop of a red pillow or something. <laughs> well, you know, the only thing that um, I think of, to be quite honest with you, when you say red is I think of Valentine. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Um, or I guess maybe love, love, red, heart, yeah, love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, but to your point, it's not really a... Um, Oh, and I'm not the expert, so don't, don't, um, I don't want to speak out of turn here, but 
I don't think red is a main interior designing color, not a main one. You know, like I said, maybe a pop here and there, but. You know, the only time I can say that I have used red was in a movie theater, uh, for a home movie theater for um, uh, actually two clients. I used red as the primary, but mm. outside of that, no. And maybe for a child's room, you know, you add red for a little boy. You know, I have used red and blues in, in little boys' rooms. But outside of that, no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, red is associated with energy, power, and love, like Mrs. Childs just mentioned, mm -hmm. love. What, what colors make you think of fun, youthfulness, sunshine, activating? What colors take you there? So I love pinks um, and purple. I do like mm. purple, lavender, um, I orange. I'm an orange girl. Mm. Um, and certain, mm, I'm not going to say yellow because I'm very, but green. I, I certain color green. I love. Why do you love be, green? So I feel like green puts me close to nature. Ah, when I yes. have green, I really feel like I'm maybe sitting in a park on the grass. Um, nice. I feel closer to nature with green. Nice, nice, nice. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love it, love it, love it. So guys, I just wanted to give you a little taste of interior design and how it can affect our mental health. Um, you've been hearing this interview with me and Mrs. Kim Childs, who is the owner of Modern Luxury Designs. What is a good phone number if someone wants to call you and set up um, a consultation, Mrs. Childs? I'm that would be 678 would be the area code. That's 678-463-3699. Okay. You may have seen her on Lifetime Network. If you don't recall, if you've seen her there, check her out on, um, on Instagram or go to her website, which is modern luxury designs with an S.com. I hope that you guys have learned a lot about interior design and how it can influence you. We talked about color choice. We talked about the use of space. Mrs. Childs mentioned lighting, which is very important. We didn't really get into, um, what is it, feng shui? Is that what it's, how it's yes. pronounced, uh, the Chinese? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah, but, you know, maybe that's for another conversation, but that too is important. Is there anything you would want to add about uh, feng shui or feng shui? Feng shui? Feng shui. You know, um, I wouldn't say feng shui uh, specifically, but what I will say is that um, small changes, I would love to say this in closing, honestly, is a lot, of, a lot of times my clients feel like they, you know, they either can't afford me or this is a big deal to hire an interior designer, but I really don't want people to think that because 
I do this out of love. Of course, I, it's a living as well. But uh, most important to me is how my client feels when I'm done. Um, so I want to say that if you feel like you're down or you just feel like you're in the dumps or you need some, you want to change something different, keep in mind that small changes are important. If we just change the color of a wall, it could be one wall um, or the layout. We, we could come in and just change things around that you already have. Um, maybe add some fabric, some new pillows. That's not expensive. So we can do small changes that really will improve the mood and evoke positive feelings um, just from making these tiny little small changes. So feel free to reach out. And if it's just a conversation, we can do that. Mm, I love that as the last word. I like that. I, I, I think that's very <laughs> encouraging for folks who think that they, they can't afford it. So I'm glad that you that you mentioned that. Yeah. Guys, okay. from offices to your homes to restaurants, interior design influences our mood more than what we think. I hope Mrs. Childs and I have convinced you of that. In your practice, consider the, your mental health, consider the psychology of interior design, keep it at the forefront of your mind when you begin a new project. Maybe you can work on your home. Maybe you can work on your workspace. As Mrs. Childs just mentioned, you can start out with making small changes. If in the workspace and you have clients or uh, people come to your office a lot, think about how they feel when they walk into that space. And I'll just mm -hmm. say this in closing, that this is a real thing. In 2019, Johns Hopkins University School of Medicine, their Brain Science Institute, developed an exhibit called Space and Being. And what they did, this was the first time that someone did this, but in this project, visitors to the exhibit wore special wristbands, pardon me, that measured their physiological responses as they walked through three different rooms. It was a database mm -hmm. method and it showed them how design and furnishings can influence biology and well-being. So, you know, I bring you guys information that's useful and things that you should know about your mental health and wellness. So start somewhere in trying to reset yourself. If you've been under a lot of stress at work, redesign your office. And when you do that, consider reaching out to Mrs. Childs and getting her input, doing a consultation with her. And... Um, I think you'll find that is worth it. Oh. Well, Dr. Delvina, this has been a privilege for me, honestly. I'm so happy that you reached out to me. Um, I think you are amazing. And I think your energy is just amazing as well. When I first met you, I said, I love this lady. And I don't even know her yet. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you very, very much for inviting me on this call. Oh, you are so absolutely welcome. I appreciate you doing this and helping my listeners. And guys, I hope you share this, this uh, conversation that Mrs. Childs have had with you. Um, and in closing, Mrs. Childs, say brain love. You know what? Say it one more time. Brain love. Brain love. Brain <laughs> love. Yes, ma'am. Brain love.
It's the end of an episode. Thank you guys for joining me on my couch. It's been a pleasure. It's Dr. Delvina. Remember, every day you must have brain love. Balance. You can't have all work and no play, and you can't have all play and no work. Reframe. Reframe your negative thinking. Think positively. Avoid negative people. Inside, everything you need, it's inside of you. Look inside yourself. Needs. Know your needs. Your needs come first, not everyone else's. Limitations. Limit your expectations of yourself. Ownership. Own your mistakes. Learn from them and move on. Vengeance is not yours. It's the Lord's. Express yourself. Every day, meaningful communication. Don't go to bed angry. And that's been my show, guys. Brain love.